OMITB Fancast Episode 2. It was Tim Kono and lots of info on Bayport. I'm your co-host Rob and with me is... Porter. Don't sound too thrilled there, Porter. We'll jump right into this Episode 2. By the way, spoiler alert, spoiler alert. If you have not watched Episode 1 or Episode 2 of Only Murders in the Building, go watch them because there are lots of spoilers coming. So in the intro, Porter, of this episode, what do we see? We see Mabel. She was watching a Brazos episode, and it was the exact words that he said to her earlier. And it was about how people used to say that him and his dad were similar. So now we don't know. Was he acting when he said that to her? It seems that way, right? It seems like he was just repeating a line from a show. That sets up the theme and tone for this episode. And then we get into the true music and all of that. And again, we're back to, please, folks, put them on the right. Whoever's doing the intro, put them in the right level. Steve Martin's character, his he is up on the 14th floor. Mabel's on the 12th. And Martin Short's character is on the 10th. Actually go Steve Martin, Martin Short, and Mabel as they work their way up. They've got it all wrong. So after the intro, we get into their second recording setup in a closet with a what kind of mic is that uh blue yeti which we have one and isn't it the same it looks to be the same model i think you have this version of the blue yeti don't you i do i have that yeti mic that's not the yeti pro that's just a regular yeti and they're in a closet which is actually the right place to use a yeti so they're i'll give them credit they're using the yeti microphone the correct way can't really see the settings but he is speaking into the correct side of the microphone Give them some kudos. They got that part of it right. Oh, they did. This is basically audio. This is where you don't really need to go above and beyond this, especially for podcasts of this size where they haven't really even released their first episode. Yeah, it seems like their audio is perfect for where it is. Closets is where most people start their podcasts. Yeah, and in the first two episodes, you know, the first episode they had a Shure SM58 and he was out in the open. And that's the right use of that microphone in that environment. Kudos to them for getting the closet as the correct environment for the Yeti mic, which is one of the biggest mistakes people that use Yetis make is they use it in an open environment where there's lots of background noise. And if you haven't figured out yet, we're going to talk a little bit about podcasting since we know a little bit about podcasting uh, when they do the podcasting stuff. And of course, we want your feedback. 206 666 Four three five seven. What does that spell? Two zero six. Mom help. And if you don't want to be the kind of call on the phone type of person to leave us feedback, you can always just email it to us at podcast four one one at gmail We find a little continuity error here. So what's the continuity error we find when they first come down to the memorial? We see Oliver Putnam grab a carrot, dip it in some dip, take a bite, and then it cuts away to Mabel and Brazos, and then it cuts back, and he's holding celery. So yeah, so there's a carrot that magically changes into a celery stick. Little continuity error there that we we busted them on, sorry. Episode two. And that also is the introduction to Demas, who's on floor six. And just before that, we when they were in the uh, closet talking, we found out, you know, Tim Kono on floor, which we already knew, floor nine. So we got Tim Kono on nine, and we got Demas on floor six. So when the memorial starts, how many people there are actually upset that tim is gone uno just mabel yeah actually i'll I'll go with one mabel's probably upset that tim's gone he was part of the hardy boys as we can see in the photo and that she was drawing so 
And then they finally find someone who's crying. And what is he crying about? His cat. And it's interesting. Other people get up. Now, here's one thing here. We're going to do a podcast thing. Martin Short asks him if he, if he consents to being recorded. However, he actually doesn't need to consent to being recorded because New York is a one-party state, which means only one person in the conversation needs to consent to being recorded. Technically, what Martin Short's doing isn't wrong when he says to him, just say anything to consent to being recorded. And the guy says, no, he actually didn't have to ask him that in New York. So really what we learned from the whole memorial service is that the people in the building cared a lot more about the cat than they did Tim Kono. Yeah, they cared more about Evelyn, the cat, who had died the same night as Tim Kono. They cared more about the cat than Tim Kono. And kind of don't blame them. I mean, Tim Kono was the reason they couldn't use their fireplaces. Which, interesting, wasn't Oliver Putnam using a fireplace in the first episode? Um, yes. Yeah, when he went to listen to the podcast, the first thing he did was clicked on his fireplace. Which is pretty funny. They did not spot that. This is not uh, apparently a rule that Oliver Putnam needed to be changed because he was already breaking it. Obviously, one thing we're learning is that there's going to be something between the cat, Evelyn, its death, and Tim Kono. I think we can assume that. So Mabel starts doing a recording. And she says, you know, she says, who is Tim Kono? And, and she goes back to when she first met Tim. He's a little blunt, doesn't have very good social cues, says things that most people wouldn't say. But we learned something very interesting about Mabel. Where is Mabel from? Bayport. And must I say, real quick, I want to mention this. She has an excellent table, a milk crate, very good desk, very reliable. Mabel's from Bayport. Porter, ask me some questions about Bayport. How long's the beach? Yeah, the beach she shows, not quite the same. I could tell you, uh, Bayport Blue Point Public High School, their mascot's the Phantoms. Best pizza in Bayport is Satellite Pizza. There's a Carvel on Main Street. You're biased. I guarantee it. You're biased for the pizza. Oh, no, no. Definitely the best pizza in Bayport. And best calzones on Long Island, uh, Satellite Pizza, because they deep fry them. There's about 10,000 people that live in Bayport. The high school is actually two towns, Bayport Blue Point. And recent grads from Bayport Blue Point High School include Gabby Pacino and her fiancé that supposedly killed her. So the whole news about the missing girl uh, and then her body being found, they are graduates of Bayport Blue Point High School. Where she would have gone to that high school, Mabel. Yeah, so Mabel's from Bayport. Porter, do you know anybody else from Bayport? My cousins. That's it. <laughs> what? No, really? Who else do you know that may have went to, grew up in Bayport? You. That's right. Of irony of all ironies. Mabel is from the same town that I grew up in. So I know a little bit about Bayport. And again, just the more sadder irony was just the most recent of a true crime. And that's with Gabby Petito, um, who is from Bayport, Blue Point. Maybe this will go to cover. Maybe we can, we can spin this whole uh, only murders in the building and Bayport kind of thing. But if, if anyone wants to know any more about Bayport, let me know. You know, give us, shoot us a call if you have any questions about Bayport. I can tell you every little detail about that town. The beach image, was that descriptive of the beaches there on Bayport? Not really. I, I don't ever remember seeing beaches that look like that. Now, the beaches aren't all that great because it's the bay. It's not the ocean. Bayport's right on the bay. And uh, there's not many beaches, but I used to go down at lunchtime down to the beach because back in the day, you could leave there and, and get out of the school. Uh, I think that you can't do that anymore in high school. No. And here's a little trivia. Bayport had a, a really neat little tradition for many years. It was called Bay Day. And Bay Day was the, on May 1st, the seniors would get the juniors and throw them in the bay. So that was something that uh, continued up right up until 
around 2000 when then a mama bear mama complained that her kid was being kidnapped and then they had to kill that tradition. I don't blame them. (laughs) Well, it was a fun tradition and I got to throw one of my friends in the bay when I was there. So to round up that segment between commercials, we find that the building manager is Ursula and Ursula has got a lot of info and complaints about Tim Kono. So what's Ursula's side hustle? Gut milk. And a lot of other things. She, We know that she sells things on the side, tries to get people to sign up for her subscriptions. Right now, it's gut milk, which was $250 for a crate, which is very expensive. For a crate of milk. That is very expensive. I think we got a bunch of clues here in this coming out of that second advertising segment. And we get to see her with the Hardy Boys, the Polaroid. There's a picture there of them, the Polaroid that shows them as the Hardy Boys, which we saw at the end of episode one. And it was right there in that doorway or hallway, the hallway, that we could see it there in the apartment, in Tim's apartment. We also see them on a rooftop party on New Year's Eve, and something happened with one of the friends, Zoe. We don't know exactly what that was yet. In the flashback, up on the roof, her friend Zoe and Oscar, the super's son, seem to be getting in an argument. But then Tim comes in and says he saw her, Zoe, the one that winds up dying, falling off the roof, says he winds up seeing her fighting with someone else. Yes. Here's a theory. Maybe it has something to do with the ring she was wearing. Maybe. We don't know. Because there was a comment about the ring. So maybe whoever it was saw the ring and realized that she had stole their ring. And maybe that's where the fight and argument once it led to something else happening we also see here that there are bloody paw prints which we can uh, pretty much assume we can guarantee that it was uh, the cat evelyn cat that died the same night so we can assume that it is that cat and that she, somehow the cat died again we're coming back to the cat and Tim Kono both dying the same night. Now we see that the cat was actually in the apartment. So again, connecting the two. So we see bloody paw prints from Evelyn. Evelyn's cat paw prints. That must have been from Tim Kono's blood that she steps in. And this is the same night she dies and that Tim Kono dies. So something must have happened to where she died. Not a coincidence, we can pretty much assume it's not a coincidence that she just died the same night as Tim Kono. And her friend Zoe, who gets pushed off. So when Mabel at the end of episode two is, is saying who is Tim Kono, and she's, she show, they show a scene of Zoe on the ground, do you see anything on Zoe's fingers? No. The ring that she had been showing that she had when they did the initial flashback that night when they went out, the ring is not on her finger kind of leads us to believe she got in a fight over the ring. Now we know Evelyn and the ring. Those are two things that we picked up as clues to this murder. Two big ones. And when she ends this here, when she comes down, her recording about who is Tim Kono, she saves it as... In case I'm next. Who can we eliminate as the person, one of the killers of Tim Kono? Mabel. We can eliminate Mabel. Yeah, it doesn't look like, from what we're seeing... We can, we can pretty much write Mabel off as, as the one that's killed her. Wrapping up episode two, we get a few pieces of information. It starts off with us thinking maybe Charles Hayden Savage has uh, got something that he's hiding. But then at the end, 
it seems like he just had one segment where he just repeated it. We also learn about Bayport. We do learn uh, a lot about Bayport just because uh, sprinkled in a little bit of Bayport today. There will be a lot more Bayport or a little more Bayport throughout a few more episodes. Right, and I don't think Gabby Petito murder had anything to do with this storyline. I do think it might have a little bit to do with the storyline. <laughs> Just a very strange coincidence that Mabel and Gabby Patino went to the same high school. Well, we're going to wrap this one up. Porter, what's the number where people can call? 206 Mom Help. Can you say it with emotion? Call us at 206 Mom Help or send us an email, podcast401 at gmail.com.